another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Don't look to anybody to tell you what to do. Figure that shit out on your own. Figure it out. It, it builds your fucking brain. It builds your character. It, it makes you a better person. If, if you stop looking to others to tell you what to do. Figure it out yourself. Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, fellow... Justarians. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I miss you. Ugh. I love you all. Thank you all for coming to another session, man. We about to get high with the jester. Fuck you. Remember to uh, hit that follow button. It doesn't mean anything to you, really, but it, it, it means the world to us. So hit that subscribe button, and you'll stay up to date on every episode we put out. It comes out every day. Where I'm calling out the bullshit that the mainstream media's main main street. <laughs> you might as well be the mainstream media. I'm fighting the bullshit that the mainstream media is putting out, man. That's what we do because I'm all about freedom, baby. Don't fucking tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure y'all are too. Or are you? Are you the person that's looking? To the FDA to tell you what to do. Don't look to anybody to tell you what to do. Figure that shit out on your own. Figure it out. It, it builds your fucking brain. It builds your character. It, it makes you a better person. If, if you stop looking to others to tell you what to do. Figure it out yourself. Man. Come the fuck on. What? What? Let's, uh... God, it is cold this morning. Let's, uh, get back into our... Uh, drug use for grown-ups. Our conversation with Dr. Carl Hart. We're not really having a conversation, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, okay. What were we discussing here, buddies? I'm not sure. Drug safety testing is what we were discussing. In the United Kingdom, the Loop conducts drug safety testing under these narrow conditions. At Parklift, at Park Life, I saw firsthand how this works and its value. Over the course of the festival, I watched the Loop volunteers test hundreds of pills and patients provide results. On um, patiently provide results, education and safety information to medics, police, and officers from the fire brigade. As I expected, an extremely low percentage of Park Life attendees experience bad drug effects. This is consistent with the evidence showing that most drug use occurs without problems. Even so, because illicit drug markets are unregulated, the quality of drugs purchased can be uh, can and does vary widely and sometimes leads to unfavorable reactions. You need that's why you need to legalize everything. Make everything legal, regulate everything. That'll take the money away from these cartels. It'll take the money away from these gangs. It'll take the money away from the illegal market. Unless you tax it too fucking heavily like they're doing with the pot. But 
you're still going to have the black market. So if you do things, if you do shit right, it'll fucking work out, buddy. Come on. Just don't be fucking greedy. Uh, I observed one such reaction at the festival when a young woman was brought to the medical tent because she had become excessively anxious after taking a pill of what she reported to be 2CB, a relatively mild psychedelic. The medic attending the woman had not previously heard of the drug and was unsure of how to proceed. He brought the remaining pills to the Loop's mobile lab for testing and asked about the drug and its effects. Thanks to the advice from a senior chemist, the medic was able to establish the best course of action for his patient. Other volunteers publicized test results through social, uh, social media postings and by placing the flyers in public spaces at the festival. Every posting contained the pill's content and prominently displayed the approximate amount of the drug or drugs detected. A photo of the pill was also included, providing a clear view of its color, logo, and size. A blue pill, pressed to look like the comic book character Punisher, a homicidal vigilante, was quite popular at Park Life. It was sold as MDMA, and its contents didn't disappoint. It contained about 250 milligrams of the drug. That's a lot. More than twice the typical dose, about 100 milligrams, needed to produce the pleasurable experience people seek from MDMA. As a result, the Loop disseminated Punisher poster postings that highlighted the pill's unusual strength and cautioned users to be particularly mindful about the amount ingested. Yeah, cause it, oh, that sucks, that feeling you get when you eat too many. Oh, fuck you, that shit's horrible. Gil Scott Heron is the name of the next uh, uh, section. But I'm new here, rang out of my headphones as I stood in the long time a long line for pizza. Hundreds of carefree festival goers floated about some even some even checked out the Punisher Pill flyer behind the counter and seemed to discuss it. I couldn't hear what was being said because the raspy, age weathered and worn voice in my headphones was asking, Will you show me around? I was listening to Gil Scott Heron's song I'm New Here. Back in 1985, I discovered the brilliance of Scott Heron when I was young, ignorant, um, when I was young, ignorant American soldier stationed in Okinawa, Japan. I bought all his albums and studied them like holy texts. Songs such as Angola, Louisiana, describe the icy brutality perpetrated by the U.S. criminal justice system against blacks, even black children. Johannesburg opened my eyes to the callous cruelty carried out by apartheid South African authorities against their black population. Through his music, I learned Black Lives Mattered long before the slogan became fashionable. Through his music, I began my process of learning how to think. He was one of the people who showed me around. Years later, I'd learned of his drug use and the public humiliation he suffered because of it. Media reports about his uh, media reports about his use were consistently unflattering and judgmental. They never failed to mention his two convictions for cocaine possession or that time 
when a moralistic grandstanding judge presented him with a, a pseudo-choice between prison and treatment. Until his death in May 2011, Scott Heron remained steadfast in his adamant denial of ever having had a drug problem. In 2010, I was invited to the New York City launch party for his new album, I'm New Here, but couldn't attend because I was in San Francisco that day serving on a National Institute of Health Grant Review Committee. To this day, I regret not attending that party. His management team did send me a copy of the new album. Each time I listen to the song, I'm New Here, and hear him asking, Will you show me around? I wish I could have used my expertise on pharmacology to give him a fraction of what he gave me. I don't mean this in some self-important way. It's just that the song forces me to think about my responsibility regarding, show regarding showing others around to provide drug users with a view, a few important lessons, I can't fucking read today, to facilitate their health and happiness. If I had to boil them down to a few tips, they would be, involve these four topics. Dose, route of administration, set and setting. Let's finish, let's take, let's leave that up there and pick it up tomorrow, because I'm having a hard time reading. My hands are getting cold, man. If you like the show and want to support us directly, check us out on Venmo at the underscore jester. Peace. Let's talk about January 6th because it's, it seems to be a topic because, well, it just passed that the Democrats are making into a big thing. The... There is documental proof out there, there was, it's probably been scrubbed, that the FBI, the CIA, were involved in orchestrating the events of. I mean, all these DC cops killed themselves, quote-unquote. Why? Because they were loose ends for the CIA, man. They... they yeah, they. You know what? Here's the. Here, I can tell you what the fuck happened. Well, this is my theory about what the fuck happened. They get offered all this money. We're gonna pay you to do this. Just make sure this happens because we gotta save our country from that mean orange man. So you do this, and we're gonna pay you a lot of money. Okay, I'll do it. Fuck yeah, I'm about to be rich. And then when they go to pay him, no, sorry, you're an asshole. Boom. They're suicided, man. It's, is it that, am, am I that far out of line for saying something like that? Fuck no, because I'm sure that's what the fuck happened. It, it, and it's sad. It's, it's sad that we've, that, that's how we've progressed. That's why this bullshit needs to end. This corrupt government needs to fucking end. And <clears throat> I was, I was naive. I was thinking that the only way that that was going to happen was by violence. But if Donald Trump is doing some shit behind the scenes that nobody knows about, like any, well, now they're starting to all they're getting all these subpoenas sent out for the biggest fucking uh, 
they're a threat to the goddamn American democracy that there fucking is. The goddamn DNC is a goddamn domestic terrorist group. I've been saying it from the fucking jump. Not Democrats. Democrats are just misled, misinformed. It's the DNC that's the fucking problem. Because they're doing the leading. They're trying to set shit up so they have ultimate power. Power corrupts, man. That's, that is the fucking goal of the DNC. Fuck yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but let's get into the UFC, shall we? Let's see what kind of bull spit these mother truckers are trying to sell us today. If you have a topic or a story or just something you want the justice's opinion on, go ahead and leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash SWTJ. Sessions with the Jester, baby. Yeah, yeah. A fire at a New York City apartment complex killed at least 19 people on Sunday, Ooh. including nine children. Officials call it one of the worst fires in the city's history. More than 200 firefighters responded to the call. A 19-story building in the Bronx was ablaze. Oh, Here's Jesus. New York Fire Commissioner Daniel Nigro yesterday. This fire began uh, in an apartment that spans two floors on the second and third floor of the building. Uh, it started in a malfunctioning electric space heater. For oh. more, we've got Jake Offenharts on the line from Member Station That's WNYC, horrible, who's been covering this. Jake, good morning. Thanks for being here. Good morning. So, uh, as we noted, officials there in the city say this was the deadliest fire in more than three decades. Mm. Why? What made it so bad? I think a lot of people are trying to figure this out right now. We, we do know that it was a fireproof building. But the door to the apartment that caught fire and the door to a hallway were also open, and that allowed smoke to travel through almost the entire 19 floors of the building. And people I spoke to said that they were okay if they stayed in their apartments and barricaded their doors, but many residents tried to evacuate. Some of them died in the hallways that were filled with smoke. One resident I spoke to, Ken OTC, described a wall of smoke when he opened his apartment door. It was pitch black, thick, chalky smoke, the type of smoke that you can't breathe. There was oh, one point that's, I, that's horrible. Kind of breakdown, I thought I was going to die, but um, I tried to stay as calm as possible. OTC waited inside his apartment for hours, he said, and when he was eventually able to leave, he told me that... Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to, because I didn't start the goddamn vaporizer. I'm going to kick on the vaporizer. Now let's get back to the UFC. Saw multiple people and pets unconscious in the building's hallway. Oh, my. So this yeah. was an older building, right? It was built in 1972 and doesn't, I assume, have some of the safeguards that newer buildings have. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so this is an affordable housing complex built for low to moderate income tenants with state money in the 1970s. And like many high-rises that were built at the time, there were no fire escapes. Residents rely on hallways in the building. Uh, we're also told that there weren't sprinklers. Well, in that the sounds like... The isn't there fucking codes that... Isn't there fucking codes that they have to abide by? That's the fucking... That... <laughs> that landlord, that cheap-ass land... Well, you see, I can't... I can't... If there's rules, there's rules. There, he should have been forced. Where there's a failure there somewhere, find that fucking failure. Laws requiring sprinklers in residential buildings, and we know that the building has some outstanding violations for That's... things like rodents and a broken elevator. 
residents said that there were fire alarms that were frequently ringing in the building and that were often ignored. So officials said that these are all things they're looking into when they're conducting a full investigation into this whether the building was sad situation, man. fire safety laws. What have you learned about the people who lived there? Yeah, we're, we're still waiting on some details there, but we, we do know that there was a large population of immigrants from West Africa, um, the West African Muslim community in the building, including some of the victims. I spoke to a member of the Islamic Cultural Center of the Bronx, Bakari Kamara. He described a close-knit community that had developed around, around this building specifically. We are devastated. As a people of faith, we leave everything in the hand of Allah. However, you know, we need help. Some people live in this building for 40 years, and now they are uprooted. Many of these survivors are in shock. Some of them are dead. What are you talking about? Immigrated from Guinea. One had glass in her hand from punching out a window. The Red Cross is providing emergency shelter for those who need it, and the city says it will find long-term housing if residents can't return to their apartments. WNYC's Jake Offenharts. Jake, thanks. Thank you. Hey there, fellow Jesterians. Let me tell you about a sponsor of ours that is now part of the Jester family. Shine On Botanicals is one of the purest CBD distillate on the market. We have tinctures, roll-ons, vapes, gummies. We also have pet tinctures. Email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Put shine on the subject line and list what you would like to purchase. By the end of the week, you will receive an invoice. Easy peasy. Now let's get back to the UFC. Omicron has ushered in a record shattering number of new coronavirus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Omicron. Listen. Listen. I'm, I'm done with this bullshit. This is all. This is all just fucking horseshit. Omicron cases are fucking spread because it's the fucking winter, you stupid sons of bitches. It's fucking cold outside, you stupid sons of bitches. There's no UV rays from the sun to kill any fucking, to kill this virus, you dumb sons of bitches. <sighs> the common cold. You see, now everybody's starting to get the cold. The common cold is a fucking coronavirus. And because it's a coronavirus, it's going to come out on these goddamn tests as being positive. And because it's positive, excuse me, they're going to say it's the Omicron. They don't fucking know it's the goddamn Omicron. This is all fucking horse shit. Misleading goddamn information, twisting the goddamn facts. Go fuck yourself. Highs too, yet doctors say this surge is different. Are testing positive, but are either asymptomatic or not getting seriously ill thanks to the protection of vaccines. Ooh, and let's go Alice get sick from the vaccine just to get not just to not get a sore throat. Rachel, so hospitalizations have shot up by a lot over the last week. Who's most at risk here? Yeah, hospital admissions are near or at record pandemic highs in some states nationwide. About 18,000 people are being admitted a day. Why? That's a 50% Why? And I don't fucking believe that goddamn week. number either, you dumb, stupid who are country most girl. At risk are those who are not vaccinated. The CDC says unvaccinated people are 17 times more likely to be hospitalized. I spoke to Dr. Lance Becker. He's head of emergency medicine at Northwell Health. So let's break that down. 
If you are unvaxxed, you have 17% more chance to go to the hospital. But if you are unvaxxed and can contract this goddamn virus, you have less than a 5% chance to go to the hospital to begin with. So if that's... Who the... Shut up with these fucking numbers. They're all fucking lies. I don't... Mm, just stop. Because I'm, I'm, I'm over this bullshit. I am over this absolute horseshit. It is very upsetting to... It is. It is very fucking upsetting. That person pays such a price for it. And we've had people who are dying and had family members say, well, maybe you could vaccinate them right now. And, you know, and they're like literally losing their blood pressure and dying in front of your eyes. That is so, that's fucking stupid. This isn't a fucking doctor that's talking to right now. You can fucking tell because he's talking goddamn bullshit. He's talking. Talk. <laughs> this dude's about to die. What family member is going to be, oh, vaccinate him quick, so maybe, because that one fucking fixed it anyway, you goddamn. Are people really that fucking stupid? I, I don't understand. And you, you just want to cry. You, you just want to cry. You can hear that in his voice, Rachel. He says because so many of these deaths are preventable, it's just tough for healthcare workers to be going through this again. Mm. They themselves uh, are, are they, they are preventable. Right? They definitely yeah, are fucking right. preventable. But not in the way you're fucking thinking. Sure Make better goddamn decisions if you have the goddamn person. Then they can't come to work for five days or so. Now, because most healthcare workers are vaccinated and many are boosted, they're not getting as sick, mm -hmm. but with people out, it creates staffing challenges. Large hospital systems like Northwell are able to move oh, around. Oh, the management vaccinated aren't getting as sick. No, but they're the ones fucking catching it. They're the ones fucking spreading it. The fuck are you talking about? Make some goddamn sense. Is the U.S. near the peak? Please say yes. You know, officials in New York say the state may be nearing its peak. Numbers have flattened over the last few days. But remember, this was the first area to see the surge nationwide. Uh, the CDC director said on Friday, we have not yet reached the peak. Of course, Friday, because they want to keep you afraid. <laughs> they have this bullshit virus. It's <laughs> gone the fuck away. At home test. I spoke to Let's Michael go over it Oscar. one more time, shall we? The fucking... Nobody gets sick from the original, the novel coronavirus. Nobody gets sick from that anymore. The Delta variant. There's 5% of that. There was. Now it's probably even less than that. that. That's pretty much gone. Now the Omicron where you might get a fucking sore throat. This fucking shit is bullshit and it's gone. But they want to keep dragging it out to keep you fucking scared of fucking nonsensical bullshit. So hey, you just got to fucking pay attention, man. Of the University of Minnesota. Look at what the fuck's going on around you. Four weeks ago, I put out a prediction at that time that we would be literally in a viral blizzard for the next eight <laughs> weeks or more. And I'm sticking with that. I think in four weeks, and we're going to see case numbers peaking and coming down quite rapidly. You know, several people suggest a similar quick rise That's what's been seen in South Africa. A viral blizzard. There's all horseshit. I'm telling you. Thanks, Allison. Thank you, Rachel. Go yourself.
71 Degrees and Cloudy is an amazing little head shop right in the heart of Lakewood, New York. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com where you can use code word SWED10, save 10% on your order. They have all your smoking deals on your smoking accessories. Check out 710andcloudy.com or 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Now let's get back to the show. country's border and seeing a hundred thousand russian troops oh jesus christ here we go on this again who the fuck cares who the fuck cares the u.s and russia are underway in geneva vladimir putin's clear threat of attack on ukraine is a big focus russia has said it will not make concessions under pressure and indicated talks might actually end early the u.s has said no breakthroughs are expected nothing like low expectations who cares it's not the fucking united states it's America. We have shit we got to worry about here. Let Putin do whatever the fuck Putin's going to do. And then we'll fucking react. That's, that's all you can fucking do. You can't predict. Who the fuck you think you are? Wednesday and Thursday, the U.S. and its European allies together will be meeting with the Russians. It's a genuinely tense moment. Blame Russia. Russia's fault, man. Prospects are pretty pessimistic. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said he really did didn't expect any breakthrough when Russia is taking such an aggressive posture. Here he is Sunday speaking on ABC This Week. To make Uh-oh. actual progress, Uh-oh, it's, it's very hard to see that happening freezing. when uh, there's an ongoing escalation. I ain't when Russia has I got to warm it up. And so this Russian buildup with tanks, armored vehicles, and artillery, and the, the snow and the mud of western Russia could be preparation for a major attack, or it could be brinksmanship by Russian leader Vladimir Putin just trying to win diplomatic concessions. We should remember Russia seized Ukraine's Crimea Peninsula back in 2014. Those troops are there to this day, and Russia is also supporting separatists in eastern Ukraine, so this threat has to be taken seriously. That's- Let me ask you this here, buddy. How many country, countries, how many countries are the U.S. military in? Is the U.S. military in? I mean, but we got to make sure Putin doesn't expand. Why? Let him do what he's going to do. It's not on our fucking, it's not on our plate to fucking police the goddamn world, man. It's not on us, but we will do it because it makes certain folks money. They don't give a fuck about your kids. They'll send your kids over to die in Russia or Crimea or where the fuck ever. As long as their masters are getting paid, they don't fucking care. But let's keep it going, shall we? Certainly what Ukraine is doing. You mentioned maybe Putin wants easing of sanctions, but uh, say more, even though it's hard to get in his head. What, what more could Putin be agitating for with all this? Well, you know, he's always pretty unpredictable. Why, who, so why are you term, guessing? Really know you have no fucking idea. Yet, You're just the guessing. Term, the picture is pretty clear. Just let it he fucking play Ukraine the fuck out. Really part of Russia's sphere of influence. And but no, because they want everything to be Russia. Blame fucking Russia, man. It's Russia's fault. Fuck that. Really just one they need an enemy. 1984 style, man. We're always at war with East Asia. We're always at war with Eurasia. It's now been independent for 30 
40 years. Mm-hmm. And, and Putin's big fear is Ukraine becomes he a keeps switching between Russia and China. Russia and China. We always got to have an enemy. Back from Eastern Europe. His <laughs> actions are really achieving exactly the opposite. He's turning Ukrainians away from Russia. Meanwhile, we just marked 30 years since the break of the Soviet Union. And Russia... It can't be just... Oh, damn. It can't be just live and let live. It's got to be... Right? Fuck you, do what I say. I say, no, fuck you. I'm not going to do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. You know, I fucking understand those goddamn songs, the past week, And Russia has sent troops in to help. Now, about 2,500, not a huge force. Huge Rage Against the Machine fan. Fuck yeah. former Soviet republics where we have seen unrest in recent years. And if we step back and consider the big picture... They say jump and you say how high, you brain dead. You got a fucking bullet in your head. But he's now been in power for more than 20 years, and his closest allies in the former Soviet republics have these autocratic governments that are... That are but you see, they're, they're not mentioning that Putin has been discussing stepping down for a year now. I mean, I think... I don't, I don't know. I think Lex Friedman is more in touch with what's going on in Russian affairs than NPR is. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying... Well, no, NPR might be more in touch, but Lex Friedman's going to be more honest about what's going on than NPR is. That's her goddamn sure. So if you're in the Kremlin looking out, the region is looking pretty unsettled. NPR's Greg Myrie. And that is the UFC for January 10th. Deuce, deuce. January 10th. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> God damn, it's cold as shit. Mm. So the first story was about the fire in New York City. I can't remember if it was Brooklyn or the Bronx. God damn it. Uh, you know what? Let's figure this shit out right now. In the Bronx. A 19th story building in the Bronx. It was... It's sad. It was full of immigrants. And that's what New York City, well, that's what New York City is full of is immigrants. But it's, it's a sad state of affairs. And the building wasn't kept up to date. But if you don't have a fucking choice, you don't have a fucking choice. And that not having a choice led these, fucking, led these people to death. Which is sad. That landlords don't spend the fucking money. The owner of the goddamn building... Didn't put sprinklers in, no sprinklers, no goddamn fire escapes. What would have happened if there was fire fire escapes? People would have survived. People would have lived. But what are you going to do? What are you going to (sighs) do? Fucking enforce shit, make people do shit, man. Jesus Christ, cheese and rice. The second story was more about the fucking Omicron. We had this. This shit's gone. I'm done. It's shit over with this bullshit. It's all bullshit this entire fucking time. Why? Well, I can't say the entire time because the first few months, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. But then we learned. But they kept going on with their fucking lies and they're still going on with their goddamn spin, spinning lies and stories and oh my fucking God, it's scary as fuck that they can do that and then get the fuck away with it. Not too much longer, I'm hoping, with what's coming out from what I hear. But I keep on hearing shit. But, again, I, I, have, I, I have faith that 
people higher up than me understand what know what the fuck's going on and they have the ability to end it end the goddamn corruption end what the fuck is going on Epstein may, may have been just a fucking tip and of course <laughs> that was no pun intended no pun intended Jesus Christ oh my god <laughs> but Hopefully this whole goddamn corrupt society system is going to be fucking done with. That's what I'm hoping. Aside, we don't want violence. But this fucking huge, intertwined, fucking corrupted bullshit is going to come to a screeching halt. Soon, hopefully. you have a Roku? If you do, you should add channel 716. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L space 716. It's full of classic films and local news now with loads and loads of original content on the way. Downloading channel 716 to your Roku is going to be one of the best decisions you've made today. Now let's get back to the show. Will that end the shadow government? I don't know. Probably not. Because they're shadow. They're they're unknown. They're in they're in the shadows, man. You don't fucking know. <laughs> but what you do know is that they will continue to always need an enemy to rally the people together with. And today it's Russia. It's always Russia's fault, man. Look at Russia. They're posturing. They're showing their big dicks. Who the fuck cares, man? Who the fuck cares? Are they hurting anybody? He, it, it's probably just a fucking game he's playing. Let him play his fucking game, man. Vladimir Putin is no fucking idiot. He's a smart fucking man. He knows what he's doing. I have faith in that, 100%. And it's not on us to be fucking concerned about what the fuck is going on over there. Who the fuck cares? We got shit here, within our borders to fucking take care of. That needs to be taken care of. That needs to be fucking fixed. Man. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Now it's time to check in with Mr. Ben. Let's see what Space Weather is going to be for January 10th. Deuce deucers. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Just two weeks after its release, here we are investigating where the Earth disaster documentary is already driving forward, where confirmation of Earth shifts keeps coming seemingly faster than a video maker can keep up. Hopefully, we recall this, the chart tracking the changes on Earth, the planets, the sun, and nearby stars. What we're looking at specifically here is line number two, the ionosphere. There has been a sustained ionospheric perturbation despite the fact that the sun has steadily been decreasing in activity decade over decade for half a century. With this, we would expect lower ionospheric effects, but with Earth's weakening magnetic field, it is allowing the weaker and weaker space weather to have stronger and stronger effects. The paper in play was unquestionably one of the geophysics papers of 2021, solidifying something that honestly must be true under Earth's weakening magnetic field. 
So, with that in mind, remember that the weakened field over the South Atlantic anomaly means we should probably be able to guess at some of the other effects they're going to notice. For example, the studies of high detail in the equatorial region should reveal the exact same ionospheric perturbation. We have pegged the continued record low ozone levels at the poles on the weaker field and solar proton destruction, and so there should be a tropical ozone hole as well. And all the record lightning we've seen should be continuing in the mid and low latitudes, not just at the Arctic. An outstanding confirmation of number one here. The equatorial ionosphere trends match, and this paper actually focused on the weaker magnetic field with a foreboding eye to the future. Nothing unfamiliar to an observer, however. But it's hard to imagine this has been missed unless it was intentional. But how we're just now learning about the tropical ozone, number two, is a bit baffling. This has been one of my greatest questions. Where's the lower ozone at low latitudes? Oh, there it is was there the whole time. Nobody felt like noticing or reporting it. This author was slightly less on point than the first group, as in causation he bangs his head against the wall the whole time trying to discuss pollution causation. And of course, only days into the new year, we already know we outpaced the 2020 marks in the U.S. for lightning. Number three, it's been records all the while. Smashing continues. Folks, before we knew about the nearby stars, the dust, the other planets, and the Earth-sustained ionospheric perturbation, we knew these things would be seen on the road to the next disaster, as Earth's magnetic field is entering excursion. A Dansgaard Oschger, Bond event, Heinrich event, and geomagnetic excursion all in one as the long cycle resets. The cycle is over, and these are your continuing signs. New here? Watch that documentary. The link is below. No matter when you're watching, I'll see you in the morning for the daily update as we continue awareness to be among the humans that survived this event, as they do every single time and will again. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Absolutely. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers. Get full impact those videos. Get up to date on the uh, site, the disaster cycle playlist because as you said the cycle is about up or it is up woohoo quote of the day if you're not willing to change don't expect your life to either you need to be willing to change you need to be willing to grow you need to be willing to learn new information you don't know everything. Don't pretend that you do. Learn. Take in information. Just so let's let's ramp up. Let's get the words out there and let's spread the gesture revolution, baby. If you ain't laughing, you ain't living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, be a better version of yourself. Smoke the weed every day and just uh, make shit fucking. Happen, man.